nice to have you here again on my program, your program, Chat with Toy. How are you keeping? How is everybody with the lockdown and everything going on? I just want you to know that we need to abide by the regulations given by the WHO, the World Health Organization, and I know you are keeping safe. And uh, if we can just keep in, you know, we stay indoors and keep safe, everything is going to be all right. And today, I have a very special guest with me on your program, Chat with Toy. I told you that uh, technology is actually working to our advantage. And so, even though I'm in my house, I've traveled because of you all the way to Canada on Chat with Toy. And this evening... I have someone very young, very vibrant, lively, wonderful young man, and his name is Solomon Suleiman. And uh, I want to welcome you, Solomon. You are welcome to the program Chat with Tui. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me on the show. I like the uh, the young and the introduction. I like that. I'm, I, I like the introduction very well. Thank you. The, especially the young part. Especially the young part. <laughs> thank, thank you so much. We just need thank to you. keep life going on. How are of you, yourself? Are you keeping with the lockdown? Yeah. Yeah. Just like everybody else. I think I think it was funny because on the very first day of the after the lockdown started, so the first day, maybe the first three days, it was fun. It was exciting because you're like, oh, I don't have to go to work. I don't have to do anything. But then now it's like week four. And it's wow. just, it's not fun anymore. Wow. Look at it's that. Good. Look at that. <laughs> Talking about when you anticipate getting something, like you want mm. freedom, you want to rest. So oh, I'm tired of working and all that. And now they say, don't work, stay at home. And then we are tired of having it. <laughs> <laughs> very true. And very that true. is very, very good. I like that introduction because it's actually linking up with the topic that we have today for chat with Toyi because it's mm. very, very relevant. And uh, I can't just believe how relevant that, that is. And today on Chat with Toyi, we are talking about sex and relationships. Wow. An African awesome. mother talking about sex and relationships. <laughs> to some people, it's like taboo, but we just yeah. have to talk about it. It is a great and, topic. Yes. <laughs> Very interesting topic, Solomon. I know, and I know with my listeners too, the chat is, they are thinking like, what is going on with this woman? She's in a lockup and the next thing now is sex and relationship. Anyway, we need to talk about it. If we don't talk about it, some other people take over it and then it's perverted. So here we go. My first question to you, Solomon, it's what do you think the obsession is with relationship with young people? The obsession. Um, I think obviously I will never know the full answer, okay. but from my perspective or from my opinion, I think it's there's a sense of belonging when you're in a relationship. There's a sense of longing. There's a sense of partnership, and there's a sense of togetherness. So, for example, if I'm in a relationship with another young person right, with another girl that, you know, that I'm interested in, the thing that brought us together is our mutual like or mutual love for each other. Okay. So it's not like I'm in the relationship because I have to be. So it's not a family relationship, right? 
Yeah. And it's, it's almost like a friendship, but it's a stronger friendship. Okay. And I think that's why we are obsessed with it because it allows us to be, we're connected, not just on the family level because we have to, but unlike I choose to be with you level. And I think that's why. And because of that, because I choose to be with you, I choose to be with who you are. I choose to be with what you like, what you don't like. Now, obviously, it's also to do with I choose to be with the way you look mm-hmm. as well. And, that, and that's for majority of people that is like 80 percent, <laughs> mm-hmm. which really shouldn't be the case, because to be honest with you, 80 percent, you know, if you, if if if. If 80% of the reason why you're with a person is because of the way they look, the other 20% may be everything else that you don't like. And mm-hmm. so you just want to be careful with that, you know? Obviously, don't go out with someone that you don't, you're not attracted to, mm. but just watch out for all the other stuff because they are important as well. Oh. But definitely, I think the reason that young people are obsessed with it is because of, because a lot of people say, oh, it's just they want sex or it's just this. But I don't, I don't think it's because of that. I think it's more than that. I think it's, just I can relate with them way more than I can relate with my parents, way more than I can relate with my siblings. Mm. And, and also there's also like when you're, when you're with somebody mm. and you truly love them or you truly like them, mm. you share more with them than you would your best friend or mm-hmm. than you would your parents. Mm-hmm. Well, to be honest, African parents, you don't really share anything with them anyway. Wow, so, <laughs> wow. That's, that's so, something we'll come back to later, okay? Yeah. All right. And so that's why. Mm. 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 Yeah. That, that, that's really interesting to know because you're talking about friendship, recollecting, and then there is a level of relationship. And you mentioned something like it's a choice. So mm-hmm. it is a choice of I choose to identify and go with who you are, what you are, the way you look. That is very yeah. interesting. Okay, now, um, you, you talk about African parents that, you don't actually have that uh, relationship and that connection with them anyway. Why do you think that is? Well, I think it's, it's the tradition, right? I think it's, uh, it's the, it's the, it's the African tradition of, you know, you have to respect your elders, which is fantastic because you're supposed to, but then there's also this kind of like instill fear in maybe, maybe when you were growing up and the, the punishment or whatever it is, that there's this kind of like instill fear in you that, you know, I don't want to disappoint my parents. I don't want to say things that would make them see me in a negative way. So I don't want to talk about things that they might find offensive. So for example, if I know that my mom doesn't like me to steal and I steal something, mm-hmm. the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to lie about it so that she doesn't know that I've stolen something. Mm. And so now I'm not, not only am I, have I stolen something, but I've also lied. Mm. But I, I, my lie was just to cover up the fact that I didn't want my parents to find out that I've disappointed them. Wow. And I think with African parents, there's, there's a huge um, consequence whenever you feel like you, you've disappointed your parents. It's almost like you get this sense or this feeling on a much stronger level that that lets you know that they are highly disappointed in you or that they well in some cases that they don't really like you or respect you at that particular moment which for a young person may feel like eternity at that particular moment all right so what you're saying is respect from your parents personal respect from your parents and recognition from your parents like a kind of validation from your parents mm-hmm. 
is very, very important to young people. I believe so. I believe that young people crave validation from parents um, in general, um, all, all over the world, right? We see, we see this in everything that we, everything and everyone that we know, actually, we, you can still tell even adults, you know, there are some adults who are still trying to please their parents, okay. right? This is, this is just basic psychology. So, and I think young people, especially from the African traditional African background, Yes. There's this sense of, you know, I don't want to disappoint my parent and I and I really care what they say, you know, and I read really, what they say really matters to me. Okay. But yet this is who I am. So uh, in essence, if uh, now your your parents, you are expecting your parent to be your first fan, you know, and when they side with you, when they when they kind of support you and reason the way you reason and do things, you really appreciate that. Anyway, we, we leave it at that. I want to go into something else. Do you guys, you know, like a man, I know about uh, ladies, they go through heartbreak. But as a, as a, as a masculine, as the male species, as the man, do you ever go through heartbreak? Or have you seen any of your friends? that have gone through heartbreak? Well, the truth is, yes. Oh. Every single person go through a heartbreak. Um, <laughs> as, as a guy, yeah. we do. Now, do we hide it? Um, of course we do. Wow. And the reason we do that is very simple. Mm. The reason we do that is because, um, well, maybe I'm speaking from an older generation of being a young person. All right. But like, <laughs> but like, but like when, you, when I was growing up, yeah. when I was growing up, and anytime you do anything that is emotional mm. or that feminine, you're referred to by your friends mm. in, a, in an abusive way mm. that, oh, you're a girl, mm. right? Mm. Or you're, you're gay. You're, you're, gay. Mm. Or you're, this, you're not you're that. Enough. You're showing your emotions. You're, you're not bad enough, right? Mm. And so what happens is because you're, you have emotions as a guy, you're made fun of. Mm. And so most men are like, well, I don't really have time for that. Uh, first of all, I don't want people to make fun of me. Second of all, I don't want to feel like somebody just dumped me. Mm. Instead, I should have been the one to do the dumping. Mm. And so all this pride in us. You put on your so macho. We go, you put on your macho. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so exactly. Anytime we go to heartbreak, instead of actually naming it and saying, you know what? You know, this really hurt. This relationship hurt. We, we look for ways where we're like, oh, man. You know, I should have done this, or I should have just been with this other girl. I should have ended it sooner. So you, you I should have done that. Justify it. Exactly. Wow. And, so, and some people, unfortunately, some people justify it via another action. So they go out with somebody else immediately, or they do something stupid with somebody else immediately. Wow. To know you are still on. To know that you know, yeah, exactly. I'm still on. You know. Also, a sense of validate, validation for yourself. If somebody breaks up with you, mm. um, is you feel worthless, right? You feel like, wow, I can't believe that person dumped me. Like, am I not good enough mm. that, that this person should break up with me? And, and, I don't, and I don't think this is just for young people. I think adults as well feel the same way. Yeah. If, if you go we're through all a, human beings. Yeah, we're all human exactly. beings. Everyone exactly. wants that, that self-esteem to be intact and, you know, the, the, the pride. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and the thing is, if somebody, if somebody says no to you, and you have somebody else who's going to say yes to you, then the first thing you do is you jump on the person who says yes to you because they make you feel good about yourself. Wow, wow. 
Okay, now I go to the next uh, question. Thank you so much, Solomon. That's very good to yeah, know. No and I know my chat is my listener. They are thinking like, wow, I can relate with that. Oh, I didn't know that. Now, how young mm. is it too young to be in a relationship? How young will you be? Is, <laughs> will you say it's too young to be in a relationship? It's so funny. Um, yeah. When I was growing up, that question had a different answer to what to to right now all right and, um, so, so you mean things so, are changing <laughs> it changes so much is so so when i was growing up <laughs> I, I, and not only is it changing technologically it's also changing based on who you are as a person and if this question relates to yourself okay. so when i was growing up when i was like 10 yes. or 13 sorry 13 yeah. right i thought like being 13 that is the perfect age to be going out with somebody wow. And then when I was 17, I thought, wait, 13 is too young. That's disgusting. <laughs> you have to be at least 17 or 16 to be going out with somebody. Okay. And, then, and, then, and then when you get to like 23, 24, you're like, well, 16-year-old are not mature enough to be going out with somebody. You need to be at least 19 or 20. Mm. And then when you're like 28, you're like, wait, no, you're still too young. You need to be at least 22, 23, so you can map up your you can map out your life, your future, you know, your college, mm. you, you know, finish your education, mm. or you kind of know where you're going. Then you can now be in a relationship, mm. because I think a lot of the times we we treat relationship as a trial and error mm. when we start that. Mm. Because what happens is that we we go we go through all these heartbreaks, mm. right? We feel like every single or every single woman is the exact same thing, mm. and that's not the case. Mm. And so it's important. So that's why we always say, "Oh, well, the older you get, the more mature you are." Then you can be like, "Oh, well, then you can go out with somebody." But if I was to answer the question right now, yes. I would I think if you're if you're 16, I think you're good. I think 15. if you're like 15, I think if you're 16, you're good. I think if you're like 15 or 14 or 13. I think what it is, is you think you want to be with this person, but I don't really think you know what it is. I think you like the idea of being with a person. And I think a lot of people mix that, mix that up. Having the idea of being with a girl is not the same as being with a girl. Okay. Because you can have the idea of being with a girl mm. and you hold her in the highest esteem and you're like, you put her on a pedestal. But then when you actually go out with her, you notice, you know what? She's not as perfect as I thought she, she is. And it's the same with a guy as well. You're like, he's not as perfect as I thought he is. And so what happened is that not only have you put this person on a pedestal, but you've attributed things to them that they never really had. And so when they make mistakes, it hurts you. It wow. breaks you. Wow. Breaks your vision of who you think that person is. Wow. And so it just damages your relationship even more. But if you didn't do that, if you're not in love with the idea of who the person is and you just love the person, when they make mistakes, you're like, huh, well, you know, that's who you are, right? Everybody falls. Everybody, oh, you're not that good at that. That's love okay. and infatuation. Real love, genuine love, and someone that is just infatuated with me or with my looks or whatever. Okay, so to answer that question, that question has been like the age-old question. Okay. You know, how do you tell the difference between infatuation and love? I think, to be honest, I think the mistake that we make as questionnaires is we try, we try to tell the difference between one or the other. I think one comes before the other. Definitely. I think any, anytime we see somebody, we are automatically infatuated by them. Okay. So 
if I see someone who's really, really good looking, I'm like, wow, this person, I, this person is really hot. I want to be with this person, you know? Like, we're infatuated by the way they look. Maybe it's the way they talk. And I'm like, wow. Or the way they carry themselves. Mm. Or maybe it's their elegance and the way they portray mm. themselves. I'm infatuated by mm. that. And then what happens is love comes in when you start to make decisions and say, man, I choose to be with this mm. person. Because the truth is you are going to see somebody else who is more attractive than that person yeah. or who has more of the qualities that you like than that person. Mm. Love comes in when you say, you know what? Although I see this person who has better attributes or better qualities than the person mm. I'm with, I choose to be with this mm. person because I care for them, because I love them, because I see more than what others see. So I think infatuation always comes in, but love becomes that thing, that decision to say that I want to remain with this person. And I, and I don't think both are, you know, both are one on one end or... All right, I'm infatuated. I feel I'm in love. You know, we're going out together. I see you. We talk into the, into the dead of the night. Okay, I see you. We go for movie. We go to party. <laughs> it's like we're inseparable. Certain things will come. You yeah. touch my hand. You sit beside me. You are not a log of wood. You are not a stone. Uh, you have emotions, feelings coming, and all that. So now, with all this situation so, all around us, how can young people, in your own opinion, overcome temptations? I think, um, first of all, this 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 part is the hardest part to okay. do, and I think and I think um, the way that it can be overcome is um, first of all. Th now, this is this is where my Christian background comes into okay. play. First of all, um, it's it's your level of faith or your level of belief yeah. in who God is that helps you through all those situations. Wow. Because the reason I say this is because you have to know that you are loved by God, right? You have to know that God loves you so much and he loves you so much for who you are, not because of who that person sees you to be or who you pretend to be in front of that person or whatever. It's because of who you are. Now, when you know that you are loved by God, then what happens is you begin to accept yourself. You begin to have self-love for yourself. And when you have self-love for yourself, which is on a deeper level, then you're able to set, set self-limitations for yourself. So you're able to say, you know what? I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to break this. I'm not going to go beyond this boundaries. So for example, if you have an exam coming up, yeah. right? And your friends say, do you want to come out for lunch? Do you want to let's go play football? Do you want to play video games? Because you've, you've given yourself self-love and self-discipline, you say, well, you know what? I want to do well in my exam. You say no to your wow. friend Talking because about you, don't want, you don't Talking want to pay. Talking about priorities now. Exactly. So you say, no, I don't, I don't want to play video games because I need to study, okay? Mm. I'm not playing video mm. games with you. Or you say, well, I am going to play video games with you, but it's only going to be an mm. hour, mm. right? You set limitations. Wow. And so whenever you're in a relationship with someone, I think it's always good to have limitations to say, look, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. Now, are you, are you going to come close? Are you going to come close? The answer is yes. But you're going to be like, okay, okay. Now, where is too far? And it has to be something that both of you have to agree with. Wow. Because if one person doesn't agree with where too far mm. is, the other person is going to be trying to go further than it needs far. to be. Mm. If you're like, okay, we're in a relationship. 
of course we can hold hands of course we can kiss but then where does it where does it go beyond that where 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 do we say okay let's step back because the truth is there's a guy that i love his name is mark clark he's one of the pastors at village church and he talked about how you know when he was going out with his with his girlfriend at the time now his wife um that they would hold hands and they would kiss and then you know their parents went away to africa and they live in toronto sorry they were living in vancouver and he's like i know for sure that their parents are not going to walk in nobody's going to walk in there's nobody around you know we could do whatever we want but because of the limitations that we've put in place I would kiss, 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 and then I'd be like, okay, it's going too far, and then I would just run home because I'm like, no, it's going way too far. And that's what we need to do. We need to be like, what's our limit? Let's set it. Let's both agree that this is our limit, and then let's make a way for us to exit, even if it means I have to leave you on your own and get out. Okay. Now, thank you so much for that. While you are just, uh, yeah. while we are having this chat, you mentioned something about, okay, we won't go too far. It's about setting priorities, limitation, and being disciplined. But you said, okay, mm -hmm. about kissing. And that brings me to another one. What, what do you think is the appropriate level of intimacy for a Christian before marriage? Because you're talking about uh, kissing to be honest, now, And you know, for every yeah. uh, sexual escapade, for every sexual adventure, it starts from something. You touch where you are not supposed to yes. touch. You are closer than you are supposed. You you are supposed to be, and you kiss, and from kissing comes some other thing, and you're like, oh, you know the the way people feel when it happens is electrifying. So I, I I'm just putting it to you now, as a gun. What do you think the appropriate level of intimacy for a Christian should be before marriage? Okay, so to answer that yeah. question. Um, I'm going to answer that question by not being able to answer that question like a politician. Um, <laughs> the reason for that is because different people have different limitations within themselves. So, for example, different people have different stages that they can go to when they're intimate with somebody. So, for example, for some people, they are more than okay with, you know, just kissing somebody and just like touching them and stuff like that. And that's completely fine. I mean, like the body, like, and that's completely fine. For some people, as soon as they're alone together, nothing is happening, just they're just alone together. They, they feel like, oh my goodness, like, you know, something has to happen. And even though nothing needs to happen, mm. right? For some people, it's like, you know, the person even just says, oh, I like you. And that's like, for them, that's like, okay, now we need to just rank this up to like level 100. Yeah. So to, to answer your question, I think it varies from person to person based on who you are. Um, let me just give you another example. When I was growing up, there's some TV shows that if I watched them, I would feel tempted, right? And then there are some other Christians who would watch the exact same TV show. And then they'll be like, I don't feel anything. This is normal. From, like, this, there's nothing wrong with this, Right. And so it's just, it's, it's your relationship. It's who you are. It's knowing yourself, which goes back to earlier, right? About knowing who God is and then knowing yourself. So if you know yourself and you know, you know, for me, this is, this is too much level of intimate, you know, um, to int um, intimacy. And you say, well, this is not enough. Then if you're going out with someone who says this is not enough, then you can come up with like a compromise or you can come up with like a middle ground where none of you guys are both disappointed. But um, 
yeah, I, I obviously believe that if you're going out with somebody, you um, you are going to be closer with them than you would be with Definitely. your friend. You know, I'm not going around kissing my friend because that's just gross. <laughs> but but I do believe that obviously you would have to be intimate with that person. And it's not just kissing. It's also like, you know, what you reveal to that person. Because ultimately the person that you're going out with should be your closest companion, should be your very, very best friend. And so you should be able to tell them, you know, as a guy, we always have this code where we talk about um, guy code where you don't tell anybody else what your friends tell mm. you. But the truth is, guy code is limited when you have a wife because it becomes wife code completely beats guy mm. code. So when you, when you tell your friend, oh, don't tell anybody, you have to tell and then wife. they're like... Both young uh, guys and ladies and saying, oh, mom, you know what, auntie, it's very, very difficult these days to find true love. Why do you think that is? Okay, that's a good question. Why is it difficult to find true love? Um, to answer that from my own perspective, from my own opinion, I'm sure every single listener will have their own um, answer to this. But I think the reason it's difficult is based on what I said earlier. It's based on the fact that we place people on pedestals. And so we believe that this is what true love is. We've read Cinderella. We've read Rapunzel. We've read The Princess and the Frog. We've read... Um, the, the you know the one with the Notre Dame the hunchback wow. of Notre Dame and we believe right. that the, you know and all these <laughs> and all these Hollywood portrayals so of they live happily ever after you know and nothing ever goes wrong and life is you know they live happily ever after and the truth is life is not like mm. that life is not happily ever after and even for Christians life is not happily ever after in fact if you are a Christian there's more chances of you facing more difficulties more trials more persecutions more of everything wow. so what the reason I believe that we struggle to find true love is because we've we, we have this image of who we think we're supposed to be wow. with or the quality we we, we as we've you know, ascribe to people and say, this is what you're supposed to have. And then when people fall short of those things, it rocks our world. And so we're like, well, I guess you're not the person I'm supposed to be with. What the truth is, you're not the person that they're supposed to be with either. You're not perfect either. So if you're not perfect and they are settling for you, do you not think that it's okay for you to settle for the other person as well? And so we're all going to make mistakes. We're all going to you know, have our own shortcomings. But the problem is, or the, the real question is, are you able, as a guy, as a woman, are you able to say, you know what, here are the things that I can accept. And here are the things that, you know, I cannot accept. And here are the things I can let go. Um, some of my chatties and listeners, they might feel that sometimes we set very high expectations for ourselves, for our partners, and for 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 the marriage, and especially the society sets certain standards for us, and knowing that nobody is perfect. And then I want to ask you: This is a very dodgy one now, and uh, it depends on <laughs> if you want to answer it or not. Is it okay? I'm sure I can be a politician about it yeah, and judge is it. It's okay to have <laughs> sex with someone since you are going to marry them. Is it okay? In your that's a very that's a, now, that's that's. I know what my that's 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 is, a good and I know what the Bible question. says, but I'm just asking you for the sake of our listeners. 
<laughs> That's a good question. Um, let me let me answer let me answer it this way. I think um, there are some there are some questions that are easy yes and no, and there are some questions that are you know you need to you need to explain it just so people understand where yeah, you're sure. going with it. If you if you have an intention to marry someone, is it okay to to have sex with that person? Um, my answer to that is this: I think there are some things that should be in the confines of a marriage, right? And so if even if you are going to marry this person, when you have sex with a person, what it does is it opens up a whole new realm wow. with that person that you're going up, that you're going out with. Um, trust me, as a guy, of course, it's like, oh man, it's like the hardest thing to do to not have sex with someone. But what it does is when you do, as a guy, you will know this, that either the person becomes more dependent, the person is more like, where, like it's almost like they expect way more of you mm. than is expected in a relationship no because the level no of intimacy, so you are already committed. exactly. There's no, there's no, there's no, there's no, there's no, Thank you. Yeah, but there's no, no, there's nothing to, to bind so, you together. So. And so, so, so it's almost like when you do have sex with someone, it brings you to this higher level of intimacy that a lot of the times people who have not made that commitment are not ready for. Now, they think they're ready for it, but they're not actually ready for it. Now, that's from, that's from the guy's yeah. perspective. I think female perspective i could be 100 percent wrong mm. and i'm sure i am it it's it's almost like when you do have sex with with a guy there's this level of like openness that you've opened mm. yourself to because obviously now there's a level of vulnerability mm. that you've now exposed mm. to this person and so one of the things you don't want is you don't want this person to tell other people about how the sex was mm. right you don't want this person to obviously go out and have sex with other people and i think sex as um sex is so powerful and so strong that when you have it in a relationship what it does is it just makes it harder to get out of mm. that relationship so for example we don't get we, well we do get upset we get upset if you're going out with somebody and the person cheats on you by kissing mm. somebody else Set and you're like, man, I can't believe you do that. You're such a pig, blah 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 blah. But then when the person has sex with mm. another person, it's like the level of conversation goes up even higher than you're such a pig. I can't believe you did that because you're not. There's a level of betrayal mm. that has now happened because they had sex. So sex is super important, super vital, and I think personally. A lot of people may disagree. I think it's better to have it within the confines of a marriage where there's a huge level of commitment from Thank both sides. Thank you side. very much. Um, Thanks. That, that yes. is my perspective. And that is my perspective too. Not just as a Christian, but if, as a Christian, first of all, and um, as a mother, because um, I, I, I can hear you, I can feel you, what you're saying is sex is not just a physical thing. People shouldn't say as if you are just cooking food, putting it in the presence of the person and the person is eating. It's, it goes beyond that. It's a spiritual thing. It has yeah. a art and a mind connection and all that. And as somehow, somehow you are carrying the sweat, the blood of the other person and it's intimacy. And it should only be allowed 
in the confine of marriage. And that is why some people, they did it and they're like, you know, it's a regret. There is a connection. It's a art connection. And, um, and another... I think, sorry, just to, just to add to that, I think um, I, like to, I like to view it this way. Um, I, have, I have sisters and I have younger sisters. And um, <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this, but I have younger sisters. And um, if they were going out with, you know, a guy, if they have a boyfriend, I'll be totally cool with it. If the boyfriend kisses them, I'll be like, oh, okay, I, I get it. But now if the boyfriend then have sex with them, I'd be like, no, absolutely, like, no, like this, we're not down for this, no. And I think what it is is sometimes as guys, when we, when we make something more personal than this abstract idea and we bring it home to our family members, mm. to our sisters, and say, what if your, your, sister. your sister's mm. boyfriend cheats? Yeah, what if, what if your sister's boyfriend cheats mm. on her and have sex with somebody else? How would that yes. make you feel? And I think that's 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 that's, that's a, a good that's way to view it. You know, bring it home. Don't just have it as you know an abstract idea. It. That's just it. And the Bible actually say, do unto others as you want them to do unto you. You you actually nail it and that's it. Now I have uh, we're getting to the end of the show and uh, thank you so so much, Solomon. I have this uh, uh, thing I want to ask you. Now, do you think is it okay for a fifteen-year-old girl to date and have a certain crush on a boy? Remember when we were talking, I asked you about the appropriate age, but I'm bringing the question back oh, to you again. Is it okay for a fifteen-year-old girl to date? Thank God you said you um, sisters, junior sisters. And uh, I do. If I do. If you're fifteen years old, start coming and say. I'm having a crush on this boy. What will be your reaction? Or what do you think? <laughs> um, it's so funny because the older you get, the more you, you that age, <laughs> that 15 age kind of makes, it, makes it sound. So basically, here's what I'm thinking. If somebody 15 years old, it means they were born in, what, 2005? Yes. So, so for me... A, two, a, a, a person born in 2005, <laughs> it, just, it, just, it just, it turns my stomach a little bit, um, just a little bit. Um, but I totally, I totally understand. I think um, if um, a 15-year-old yeah. girl who knows what she's getting into, who's very, very aware oh, of yeah. herself, who acts... She, that's what I mean. So she's very aware of herself. Like she's, she, she, she knows what she wants. She knows what she's going for in life. She is, you know, she is a person who self reflects and she wants to go on a date and she's, she's able to set boundaries for herself and she's able to say, no, these are my limits. These are where I can and cannot go. And these are the person, these is the type of person I want to go out with. I think if she wants to go out on a date, I think it's mm. sensible. As a 15-year-old girl, I think it's sensible. However, if you are 25-year-old and you don't have any of these attributes and you don't know anything about who you are and you're trying to go on a date, I think it's insensible. So if you're a 15-year-old or if you're a 25-year-old and you don't know what you want, you don't know what your limits are when you're trying to go out with a date, you're on a date, 
and you don't know any of these things, I think it's not sensible all right. at all. But I think as a 15-year-old girl who is sensible, I think what you do have to do is obviously as a 15-year-old girl, you need to be extra vigilant and extra careful because as a 16-year-old boy or 15-year-old boy or 17-year-old boy or 18 or 19-year-old boy, I don't think a 19-year-old or an 18-year-old should be going out with a 15-year-old in the first place. But as any of those ages, when they go out with someone who's younger, they're really going out for like who's that young. They're going out for a particular purpose or a particular reason. And I think if you're not sensible enough to, to know that these are the reason that this person might want to go out with you at that age, um, you should not be going out with okay, anybody. So are you saying now, if I'm 15 and I feel in your own world, I'm sensible to undo some things, I can go ahead. But if I'm 25, I'm not sensible, quote and unquote, I shouldn't go into relationship. And are, are you saying I, I can have a crush on a boy? Just yeah. um, to answer that, to answer that, I think any age can have a crush on a boy. Just because you have a crush on somebody doesn't mean you're going to act right. on it, right? But if you are going to act on it, I think it's not about you saying I feel sensible. I think it's a matter of you saying it's it's a matter of other people saying that you are sensible enough. Because I can say that I am smart enough, but it doesn't mean that I am smart, right? Until my teacher gives me an exam and I fail, right? Me saying that I am sensible enough, in fact, most of the time when someone says I am sensible enough, it's actually a foolish person mm. who says that. It's like the fool says I am mm. the wisest person alive. Mm. When you say that, you're mm. the dumbest person because mm. you're not. You're not able to that you're not smart. So when you say, I feel like I am smart enough to go into a relationship and other people are saying, mm, no, you're not. You should listen to other people. Then you're not ready. And if you're a 25-year-old and you feel like you're smart enough and other people are saying, yeah, your track record hasn't been that great, then you need to Good. listen to other people. And now, uh, thank you so much. I, I, I like that. It's not just yeah, no because problem. you feel you're sensible. There are things to, to look for and to, and to think. And uh, what if I'm 17? Mm -hmm. You know, the age we live in now, social media, many things have happened. There is so many stories. There is so many challenges going on there for the teenagers. What if I'm this 17-year-old and either boy or girl have already had sex? Am I damaged? Um, first of all, if you are 17-year-old or if you are 16-year-old or if you're younger than that, which, uh, you know, I pray that you're not. But if you are, you are not damaged any way, shape or form. In fact, even if you've done the worst thing possible, if you've done whatever it is that you can imagine and, th you know, you're not damaged. The, the truth is nobody is ever damaged, right? We're never damaged um, as human beings or as people. What we do need to do is we need to learn from the, the errors that we've made in the past. We need to learn from the, from the mistakes that we've made. We need to learn from, from the things that we've done in the past that are not as smart as we make them out to be. I think um, there are so many people, not just Einstein, but there are so many people who says that, you know, only a crazy person is repeating the exact same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. So if you're, if you're doing the exact same thing over and over again and you think, oh, my outcome is going to be different each time, then you're just crazy. And I think 
as a 17 year old and you've done, you know, whatever it is that you've done, it doesn't matter. It may not just sex. Mm. It could be anything, right? It could be, you betrayed a best, a close friend. Mm. It could be anything. Um, just, just remember that you're not damaged, but for you to know this, you need to know that you are loved by God, because if you don't really understand how much you're loved, then you feel like you're not worth that much. And when you feel like you're not worth that much, you give yourself to anybody and to anything. So if you feel like a piece of stone, you feel like you mm. can just be on the ground. But if you feel like you're a diamond, you know that you can't just be anywhere. You're special. And I think that's important. It's how you feel is important. How you feel about yourself mm. is super important. But this only comes from knowing that you are made in God's image and that you are truly loved by God. And you're loved by a guy who... It's so ironic that this is Easter. You're loved by a guy who literally died for you, who literally like was nailed to the cross for you. And I think that is, is so important to know because if you don't really know this truth, it's almost like when people walk over you, you maybe you expect it. Or maybe you even blame yourself and say, you know what, I deserve that because I was wearing that or because I went to that party or no, nobody deserves anything. Nobody deserves to be raped. Nobody deserves to be abused. Nobody deserves to be, mm. you know, anything. Nobody deserves mm. any of those things. And so when you do feel like, you know what, I feel like I'm damaged. The truth is you're not. But what I will say is what Jesus says, which is go and sin no more. He's not saying there's no sin. He's saying just wow. don't do it anymore. So just learn mm. from your mistake. Just don't don't repeat the exact same thing expecting different results and move on forgive yourself and move on okay thank you so much solomon it's like you just continue and continue and continue so nice to have you (laughs) we're going to have you again it will now be on religion and our relationship with christ i can see that you are a sound christian you seem loaded and god will continue (laughs) to use you for his glory. Now, uh, rounding Amen. up, I saw something this afternoon about a picture I saw on the Instagram. It's a man. Ooh, no, is it my picture? picture. Don't worry, you get there. You are going to get there. It's like, it's like you're going to get exposed. On Instagram this afternoon, there is this man, very innocent, mm. the daughter turned 15, and uh, he posted it and say, oh, my daughter is now 15. You know, he, he put his hand around his daughter and he said, oh, my daughter is 15 now. Happy birthday to my dear daughter. And then you find out that some of his friends, they were just making praying comments on the girl. They were just, it's, it's, it's not good at all. Like they were just talking about, oh, he's a ripe fruit now and whatever, whatever. I just want to ask you, and these are old men. I want to ask you, does that happen to young boys? Um, where where yes. women are Googling yes. over young, young men. Boys, um, like, oh, it's a big I think, boy now. Look at I think, and all that. And uh, if it does happen, do you think it's, um, it's just on a neutral level? They don't mean any harm, you know? I think, I think one thing for us to know is that... Um, there are things that happen to women that also happen to men. However, and I'm, this however is like capital letters on every single <laughs> okay. word, every single letter. It's ho- however, 
um, it's never to the same scale. So when, for example, we talk about, you know, abuse that, you know, women go through, you know, like, you know, abuse in relationship. We know that there are obviously men as well that experience abuse in their relationship. We know that, right? It's fact. It's, mm. It just has to happen, right? However, the experience is shared more from a female perspective. More women are being abused than men. So we also know that uh, women, men are also like coerced into relationships or raped or stuff like that. However, more women are being raped and molested so and abused are there men. men or young boys who, you know, have older women who, you know, are trying to entice them, you know, or whatever it is, um, sexually? The answer is yes, there is. And, and there are men who are experiencing it. And I think if you are a guy who's experiencing it, I think you should not feel like, like you're, you know, like, oh, there's something wrong with you or anything like that. It's not you. It's not your fault. You can't control the actions of other people. And it's these people that they need help, not you. Right. And I think don't also feel like you're less of a man if stuff like this is happening or don't feel like you're like, like it's okay for them to, to treat you like that because it's not okay. It's oh, not, it's not acceptable. You. Yeah. Thank you. I'm so, so grateful. I just want to ask you if you don't mind, can you just uh, pray for, 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 for us and for those young uh, people out there, male and female, that might be going through uh, challenges about what we discussed today? And uh, that's it. Thank you. Yeah, yeah I don't mind. Um, Lord Jesus, you are just one of these, you're just incredible, right? You are real, you are wonderful. And you basically went through a lot of torture, a lot of pain, a lot of, you went through a lot for us. And the only reason you did that yes. is because you love yes, us. Lord. You care for us. In, um, in the book of James chapter four, verse um, eight, 18, or I think it is, uh, it talks about how, you know, the spirit of God, like God yearns jealously. That God is yearning jealously for the spirit that he has mm. placed inside of us. And I think the reason even God, who is the most powerful creature of all, is jealous for the spirit that he's placed inside of us. And he is jealous because we are made in his image. We are special. We are unique. We are, yes. you know, immeasurable. We yes. are fantastic. Yes. We are excellent. And Lord, I just want to pray for people who don't feel fantastic, who don't feel, you know, like they worth or they mean things like people who feel worthless, who feel like they, they have no self-esteem. I just pray that you will just show them your love, your kindness, your grace. And I pray that you be with them. And I pray for those who, you know, they have messed up. I pray that Lord, you are a God who gives not just second chances, not just third chances, but many, many, many chances. And so Lord, I just pray for them. And I pray for the listeners um, for those of them who don't know you, who are not really in relationship with you, I pray that you can just open up their heart and just knock on the door of their heart and just help them to realize that with you, they can do immeasur immeasurable things. Without you, they become limited. So Lord, help them to just get to know you and be in relationship with you. Lord, we thank, thank you for you, this Lord. session. 
It's been really thank good. You. I really enjoyed it. So, uh, thank yeah, you. thank you. We so love you. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. And you had it from Solomon. There is help out there. And um, <laughs> if you know you cannot carry yeah. fire, don't even touch it so that it doesn't build your burn your hand. It's about setting priorities, limitation, and being disciplined. Love is actually not complicated. The things we do makes it to look complicated. And uh, until I uh, come your way again on chat with Toyi, I want to, on behalf of the listeners and my chatties, thank you so much, uh, Solomon, all the way from Canada. God bless you. And everyone remember thank Jesus you for having is me. love. Thank you. Bye for now. Until I come your way again. God bless you. Bye.